Section 112 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Blaine Juchon, Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Alcott. Orpheus, who made the trees to dance. From King Alfred's Botheus. Adapted. It happened in ancient days that there was a harper in the land of Thrace, which was in Greece. The harper was inconceivably good. His name was Orpheus. He had a very excellent wife, who was called Eurydice. Then men began to say of the harper that he could harp so that the trees danced, and the stones stirred themselves at his music, and the wild beasts ran to him and stood as if they were tame, and if men pursued them, they shunned them not. Then men said that the harper's wife died, and her soul was led to Hades. Then the harper became so sorrowful that he could not remain among other men, but frequented the woods, and sat on the mountains both day and night, weeping and harping, so that the trees danced, and the rivers stood still, and no heart shunned any lion, nor harehound, nor did the cattle know any hatred or any fear for delight of the music. Then it seemed to the harper that nothing in this world pleased him, then thought he that he would seek the king of Hades and try to soften him with his harp and entreat him that he would give him back his wife. When he came thither, there ran towards him a dog of Hades, whose name was Seberis. He had three heads and began to wag his tail and play with the harper because of his harping. Then there was also a very dreadful gatekeeper whose name was Sharon. He also had three heads and he was very old. Then began the harper to beseech him that he would protect him while he was there, and bring him thence again safely. This did Sharon promise to him, because he was well pleased with the unaccustomed sounds. Then went the harper further until he met the grim ones, whom people call the fates, of whom they say that they know no respect for any man, but punish every man according to his deeds, and of whom they say they control every man's fortune. Then began he to implore their mercy. Then began they to weep with him. Then went he farther, and all the inhabitants of Hades ran toward him and led him to their king, and all began to speak with him, and to beg for that which he begged. And the restless wheel, which Ixion, king of the Laptrae, was bound for his guilt, stood still because of his harping. And Tantalus, the king, who in this world was exceedingly greedy, and whom the same vice of greediness followed there, became quiet and the vulture ceased so that he tore not the liver of Titius the king, which before that tormented him, and all the punishments of the inhabitants of Hades were suspended while he harped before the king. When he long had harped, then spoke the king of the inhabitants of Hades, and said, Let us give this man his wife, for he has earned her by his harping. And the king commanded him that he should well observe that he never look backward after departing thence, and said that if he looked backward, he should lose his wife. But men can with great difficulty, if at all, restrain love. Well a day! What? Orpheus then led his wife with him till he came to the boundary of light and darkness. Then went his wife after him. And when he came forth into the light, then looked he behind his back towards the woman. Then she was immediately lost to him. End of section 112 Recording by Blaine Juchon Victoria, British Columbia Canada.